I can't go to cool.com because that is something else. I'll go to kingdomofloathing.com. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And me, Riff. And me, Hot Stuff. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, pretty good. All right. Does anybody remember Kingdom of Loathing? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to pretend that I am that woman from Almost Famous who yells, Does anybody remember Kingdom of Loathing? <laughs> I think it was Nev Campbell or Denise Richards. Do I don't we, think Denise Richards what, is in that movie. What? Uh, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson was in there. Uh, she was, but I think it was it was not her. It was Firuza Balk. Was Firuza Balk one of the? She was one of the groupies and uh, Rogue, whatever her name is. Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Yeah. All right. Does anybody remember laughter? He googled. When we came to that bit on Stairway to Heaven, when he ad lives, does anyone remember laughter? He winced and asked if he could delete it. I said, no, you can't erase it. It's what people remember. Part of history. I didn't even realize that was a line from Stairway to Heaven. Have you guys ever, like, really listened to Stairway <laughs> to Heaven, man? I don't know that I've ever listened to Stairway to Heaven. Really or unreally. Oh, come on. I guess I've probably heard it on the radio sometime. Led Zeppelin is really good. Like, mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin's albums are filled with very good Led Zeppelin songs. <laughs> oh, fancy that. <laughs> That's one thing they have going for them. Um, these are the best. You know, like, an accordion makes it really easy to play accordion music. That's the right. thing that I, I sort of discovered one, one, one year. Oh, guys. Does anybody remember Kingdom of Loathing? Did you have an accordion before Accordion Thieves were, were cool? <laughs> yeah. Or did you acquire one after? It was right around the same time. Okay. Um, so they were on your mind. Did you also have a banjo? Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. My dad had a banjo. I did not have a banjo. Okay. Um, later, I had a banjo. Now I have a banjo. It's here. It's in my closet. I brought it to... Oh, yeah. I brought it to San Francisco. Along with your mouth harp. Yeah. It was on my knee. I came from Arizona <laughs> with that banjo on my knee. Yeah. And that mouth harp in my mouth. It doesn't really go, like, in your mouth. It's kind of, kind of on your mouth. I always, when I saw those as a kid and had, had never seen a YouTube video about how to play them because YouTube hadn't been invented yet, uh -huh. assumed that it was a thing that just went completely inside your mouth. Oh, huh. And mm. then you just played it by wagging your tongue around. You know, that classic mouth harp sound. High in the hills, lonely goat herd. <laughs> Tuvan throat yodeling. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that yeah, sound. Yeah, you should record some of that for the background music for West we, of Loathing. We just recorded some. We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, hey, Riff, can you say, does anybody remember laughter? And then ask me if we can edit it out. <laughs> uh, sure. Does anybody remember laughter? Oh, can you edit that out? <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Ah, uh, man. Uh, guys, do you want to answer some questions from Kingdom of Loathing podcast listeners? That would be such fantastic. Such as Bozbert, who wrote, Can the Crimbo 2016 leaderboard show up in the museum? <coughs> uh, I have requested from C.D. Moyer that he put the Crimbo 2016 leaderboards in the museum. Uh, that won't happen crazy fast, I don't think, because he'll need me to make a make a plinth graphic. Right. Uh but there is some sneak preview, some world event stuff uh, coming up in the next few days that's going to need some art from me anyway. So he can just put that in the list of art that he requests from me. And that seems like what's going to happen. 
How stuff your item of the month is in progress. It is. Yep. Do you I think people are going to like it? I did for that yesterday. I have no idea. We came up with a good challenge path yesterday. Yes. Yeah. We hope. Maybe. It's going to be pretty fun. Kiganaku writes, move the speakeasy upstairs. Uh, that has also been added to C.D. Moyer's list of things to do. Oh, um, like in Because the... of the, the out-of-standard portion right. of the clan VIP lounge. Uh, we haven't done a VIP item in a long time, have we? There was one this... Was there one this year? I thought so. Maybe not, though. Oh, the Floundry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, I was real happy with that. That was one of those things where I had no ideas and no ideas and no ideas and no ideas, and then suddenly there was a fully formed... <laughs> clan or fully formed item of the month idea same thing happened with the tea tree I was just like agonizing over n- figuring out what to do for the con item and then all of a sudden it's like oh of course and then it was basically done just by having one idea Gordito asks if we can make ghost dog chow multi-usable and says I won't tell PETA if you won't I don't I don't really understand that it's like I won't tell PETA if you don't oh I won't tell PETA if you won't Tell PETA. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I thought he was threatening me <laughs> with right. telling PETA if I wouldn't bow to yeah, his he's demands. You right. to, he's, threatening, he's threatening to not tell PETA. If you yeah, but then he's like, he won't tell PETA if I won't. <laughs> but now I see that this is this is a conspiratorial nudge rather right. than a rather than an, a, than a um, extortionate. That is difficult to convey in writing, like conspiratorial whisper style discussion. Yeah, right, because I mean, you can say, I won't tell if you won't, and that is hard to read. I won't tell if yeah. you won't. What? Right. I, yeah. Yeah. Because that relies on a sort of like timing and emphasis structure that you cannot fake with commas. Well, you can't fake with what I think commas are, which is a way <laughs> to indicate pauses in sentences. Right. You could, you could probably make it work with like, some italics in there somewhere but it wouldn't it would look weird like every other letter yeah <laughs> yeah i won't tell if you won't and the apostrophe in won't is a is italicized <laughs> <laughs> man you could drive somebody nuts by just slowly italicizing their apostrophes <laughs> Happy December, says Evil Ed. I know I asked for this about a month ago, but in case it got lost in the hustle and bustle of November, uh, my Crimbo wish would be for a minute counter in the item description of the time spinner. Thanks, guys. Or maybe he wants a minute counter. (laughs) Well, there's already one there. It's just just really minute. It's especially minute. Uh, I've also asked C.D. Moyer uh, for that. So, uh, so many people, so many people are going to get their wishes if uh, C.D. Moyer does all of his pings. Yay. Sular the second writes, what are your thoughts on casual chaining? To me, it feels like it goes against the nature of the game. Limited turns per day and whatnot. What if you could only ascend once per day period instead of being able to start one non-casual ascension per day? That discussion that came up about this a few weeks ago just led to us making it so you can't chain casuals anymore. It's like two a day, basically, right? Yeah. You can still, if you're chaining casuals, you can still ascend twice as fast as as would normally be possible. Um, right. I don't know that we've talked much about the reasoning for that on the radio show. I mean, it's a thing that I would have done a long, long time ago if I had thought that I could have gotten away with it without pissing people off. And when we discussed it, it was like, you know, it seems like even the people doing this want to be able to stop doing it. So that's fine. It it always put me in a weird spot with, like, say, whenever a new item of the month would come out, 
King Bobson would just chain casuals and like immediately discover and publicize everything about the item of the month. And while I get it and I'm glad that he enjoys doing that and I'm glad that he is like a big enough fan of our stuff that he's excited to do that every time. It also kind of bums me out that nothing was ever really allowed to unfold as a result of that. I mean, I think part of the structure of the gingerbread city was in reaction to that a little bit requiring actual in-game in-run days to pass uh like you, you just couldn't spade the whole thing with a bunch of casual ascensions well you could though no you no, couldn't no there was a bunch of stuff that like reset every ascension and oh yeah days. okay yeah i guess that's a good point i didn't really do that on purpose but oh i, th- I thought i thought that was specifically what those were designed to counter Hmm. No, that was just accidental cleverness oh, on my okay. part. Right. <laughs> you're 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 attributing, uh, you know, never never attribute to cleverness what could be reasonably explained by stupidity. That's, <laughs> if, if I won't, <laughs> um, if you won't, Phil says hi, Asim. Do you think it'd be possible to add a cast end times button slash thing to the sweet synthesis casting page? Uh, that I forgot to put in uh, CD Moyer's list. Uh, let's see. I should just log in to the video game so that I can do these uh, as I find them. Because I, I sort of marked priority questions that I had already copied and pasted into the thing. Um, uh, how do I... Lo- I don't remember how to log into KOL. Hey, I did it! <laughs> Guys, don't worry, I did it. Something that we have not yet hooked up, as far as I know, is the... Can you just if you if you have like your Facebook attachment set up, does it just automatically log you in on the main site? Dude, I don't know. Okay, because that was part of the the plan. Um, but now I don't remember if uh, if that's been done. I don't I don't let Facebook log me in anywhere, so. I wouldn't know. I don't even let Facebook log me into Facebook. I just, every time I go to any page that's on Facebook, I dismiss that fucking giant annoying popover. What does it say? It's like, hey, log into Facebook if you want to see more of this in like a half a screen's worth of blank white space, like just to cover up more shit. And you can say not now, which turns it into a thing that only blocks the like bottom third of the page. Huh. Yeah. It's It's like, have you ever gone to garbage? Pinterest? And tried oh, to browse that, stuff. Yeah, that's let, even worse. They'll let you see like the first can, five yeah, things on a list, you and can't then it just get rid of that. And then it just Sticks. covers the whole rest of their blog or whatever, their pin board. Uh, no, and Amgul says, "Is there any way for you guys to track slash count how many players still have a one-time use item that was given out for an event, like say the moon unit? I still have. Uh, we could. We don't. It's not like easy the way that it used to be when." When we were, like, in the days of regular, like, dupe bugs being introduced, we were really, really careful about tracking the quantities of valuable items and stuff, and there were much, like, there were a bunch of things that, like, made rollover take a lot longer that were there so that we could, like, make sure that items weren't being duped and stuff like that. And a lot of those things, like, slowly just sort of drifted away from being important. Um but yeah, we definitely could see for any given item, like, how many of them people have. Although it's a little weird now because somebody who hasn't logged in in, like, eight years, their inventory is in a different table yeah, than everybody else's inventory. Help reduce the size of that table. 
The reason for that, well, it's less to reduce the size of it. Like, so the reason that that is like that, and there are some other things that are, that are also like this. Um, we at some point switched the storage engine of the inventory table from my ISAM, which is the default, used to be the default MySQL storage format to NODB, which is now the default one, which is much faster for, um, because it supports row-level locking, which my ISM doesn't. So it's much faster to just get, like, one person's inventory out of the table in the new format. But it was going to take, like, 12 hours or something to convert the table from my ISM to NODB. So we didn't want to take the game down for that long to convert everybody over all at once. So we just did a thing where it's like, well, the first time you log in, it takes your inventory out of the old table and puts it into the new table. Oh, huh. And we did, we did that with like flags and a bunch of other tables that are a bunch of like individual row level access. Um, and so there's a bunch of things that where there are just, there are just old and then NODB versions of the table. And anybody who hasn't logged on since that change was made, their data is still just in like a. Oh, so it's not a thing where we archive, if somebody's gone for a year, we archive their stuff. We did something like that at some point yeah i thought that was i thought that was a thing that happened i right don't there. remember i don't remember if that's still a thing that happens okay. if so it doesn't happen with very much stuff it's like it doesn't matter with an nodb table how, how big, big the is. table is okay. so it's possible that no uh deus ex machina says how are plans for groundhog day coming along will we see groundhogs in the nearby plains again really ought to just make a little thing for that. That's true. We, we we do not currently have uh, have that in the plans, but that's a good idea. Why don't I put this into this and ping you to do it? Okay. Are there any spaces in the planes that aren't used for other things? Probably. Okay. Giving you a silent ping, so don't uh, okay. don't sleep on that, buddy. Don't sleep on the silent ping. Noobsaw says, can you implement a way to save dwelling items upon ascension, i.e. tin roof, cuckoo clock, meat maid, etc.? They're meant to be consumed. They're meant to be consumed, but it sucks and is really dissatisfying, and I wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. Like, they're meant to be consumed, and that was a justification. It wasn't even a justification. It's So, like, the meat maid is a thing that you can make out of a bunch of really common stuff. You know, the like, the stuff that initially became campground items wasn't any less common as drops than like booze and food and stuff the stuff that you only ever needed one of before ascension and the stuff that you only ever need one of per ascension now and they just pile up right and so like we've always been reluctant to make them not consumed on ascension but it just means that we can't put anything cool in there as a campground furnishing because no one will ever use it because you'll you know you'll lose it when you ascend and so, you know, we did that one Christmas. There were, like, Christmas lights and, like, a, I don't know, candy cane ceiling fan. What? Uh, there's a... Um, riff, come on. There was, like, a holly alarm clock. Uh, there there was, like, a, uh, like a gingerbread... Uh, one of those bidet covers for your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it was made of gingerbread and it cleans you up oh, with icing. Oh! <laughs> Wow! Yeah, come on, just just a dollop of warm icing right there icing on your bidet. right there on your bee hole. Uh, <laughs> I'd also prefer if you didn't call that a bee hole because that sounds terrible. <laughs> the bidet hole. Yeah, your bidet hole, the hole that you the hole that you clean off with a bidet. Yeah, but you don't want to imply that bees live in there. 
That's true. That is true. Uh, Zombamafu says, can we get confirmation that all the gingerbread city works? There's people still spading things that seem to go nowhere and nothing new has been found in weeks. And considering the possibility that whatever is left is broken right now, kind of like the vigilantes were, can we get a confirmation that whatever it is we're looking for is accessible to us? I, so I think that I just fucked up and I put in a hook in that train schedule thing that didn't, two, didn't there's two things like one, like there's something that's like an asymmetric cause it's, there's like a stat adventure which doesn't do anything and then there's also the train schedule thing which i thought was supposed to hook up to something like i thought in the design doc it hooked up to something but maybe not there there is nothing that's like missing in there and there's nothing that's i thought it was no- supposed to hook up to the briefcase stuff but apparently that briefcase is- that ended up that i i think i hooked it up to laying laying the tracks rather than right right yeah in the schedule yeah okay. it was just it it was just a dumb thing on my part like that thing that thing was done in a big hurry um so maybe we should do something with that dead end yeah the other one is just like there's the mysticality one that does advance towards something, and then there's the muscle one that does advance towards something, but the moxie one it doesn't. Doesn't, do and it also doesn't say that it's doing anything. Right. It, it, but it like it doesn't say that it's doing anything. I know, but I mean, people would expect people would expect the symmetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, and you know, like I hate that shit in Undertale. That 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 doesn't. the stupid end of the prologue fight where you're supposed to do the same thing like 40 fucking times and the first three have the exact same output why would i why did i do that why did i make a thing that was like that fucking thing (laughs) riff why didn't you stop me from doing a thing that was like that fucking thing because i like undertale (laughs) you're undermined by under riff yeah Zombie Feynman writes, could we get more icons for the graphical top menu buttons? There are some there, but a lot that are missing, so sometimes I have to get a little creative with the choices I make. All the skill and item images are 30 by 30, so it could just be a matter of adding them to whatever list you use to populate the top menu choices. <clears throat> yeah, the problem there is that that's just this giant hard-coded array in the menu thing, and so and the line <laughs> the line of code is so long that it, it like Vim gets really angry, cantankerous when I try to edit it, and so I just haven't. It's also like not at all easy to check for duplicates. duplicates. Yeah. Can you not just alphabetize the list? No, because it's just a string of typed quote delimited strings. No, I know it's absurd. You could what? Yeah. Uh, what what I should do is I should have it use a word bucket, which I then because like in the word bucket editor we have the ability to alphabetize and remove duplicates which the main problem with it now is I'm sure there are duplicates in there. What, what it, does it display in the order that they are? listed yeah because that's alphabetical is not a good choice for that probably no um because you want to have things something's grouped together but maybe they're not currently grouped in any meaningful way either i don't i, don't th- I mean they are right now because they're like sort of selected <clears throat> so some of them are just like give me every skill icon out of the table like give me every unique skill icon in the table uh goes in there but then it's like now give me all these letters now give me all these numbers you know like there's a right. bunch of like hand selected list things uh astoria says hey there guys will there ever be an avatar of jick ascension path it could be further ex- or it could further expand the tower of procedurally generated skeletons with rewards that are random for each user or something like that um just an entire run of procedurally generated skeletons it would be the opposite of procedural generation. It would be a completely blank slate, and you have to write your own game, <laughs> including code. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. You get your own little little database instance, and you have to have other people play it. 
Uh, and the only way you can ascend is if you get like a thousand people to play your version of the game. <laughs> Every once in a while, uh, when it comes time for me to think of what a challenge path is going to be, I start trying to figure out how I could do like an entirely procedurally generated, mm. you know, like an entire run's worth of content using something akin to the... The loathing telegraph office stuff. Oh, um, well... That wasn't really procedural. No, it, it was, yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. It, it, that was like distinct stories, but they all used the exact same, uh, building blocks. Yeah, the same, the same sort of mechanical framework. The, I'm, what I was gonna say was more like the, um, uh, fucking riffs, uh, oh, the, the game, game inform dungeon oh. thing. Yeah. Um, except slightly less complicated than that because it wouldn't be, like, that was made so much more complicated by the fact that it had to generate this document that yeah. was always there that you could always look at yeah. and then the, still the have that, that... The fact that it based the contents of the dungeon, it generated the document and then based the contents of the dungeon on that so that the things the document said worked as clues for the dungeon. And yeah, that was pretty intensely complex. Bunch of sweet font. Yeah, oh man, yeah, those were, those, uh, All the titles. ASCII art titles that, that CDM implemented were pretty sweet. And also the ability to make arbitrary labels in text that match, matches the, like, pixel font Arial that is used for zone icons and stuff. The printing press came yeah, from? that's where the printing press function came from because it was creating zones that had procedural names right. and they wouldn't match what any of the other zone labels in the game looked like if they were done as text. Which right. is fucking such a dumb way. Every <laughs> every way that everything is done in KOL is so dumb. Uh, sorry, everything everything that was done in KOL the first year, like every decision that I made about KOL. But you know what? To be fair, like when I I remember talking to Ross years ago about Twilight Heroes and the way that he did stuff, like the, the based on the way that he assumed the back end of KOL worked, was dumb in a completely different way. So there's not like, the, it's not like there's a right way. It's just a bunch of dumb possible ways to do things. Yeah, yeah. There, it's only the only possible way to make a game like this is dumbly. Okay. <laughs> the only way to beat the drum is slowly, and the only way to bang the gong is lowly. No, play the fife lowly. Beat the drum slowly and play the fife lowly. Hey, lowly, lowly. <laughs> we need you to play the flute louder. I mean fife. I mean, a flute, a fife is just a flute that you blow in the wrong hole. Barney! <laughs> you play the fife. My joke was that Loli is a guy's name. Right. That's, that sounds like a lady's name, though. My, my joke was that fife I, is yes, a I know. Name. Yeah. Um. You went to my high I, school. Marnie Fife? Mm hmm. Well, Don Knotts. Don Knotts? Yeah. Don Knotts. The porn star version of it. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Zen Zero Zero says, can we get an item that adds a new skill to every familiar when worn? In order to make it easier to code, the skill doesn't have to be unique for each familiar. It would be per class of familiar. Item drop, meat drop, combat, etc. Yeah, you know, that's a new thing that we've got now that we didn't used to have is a bunch of categorization. Right, but a lot of familiars are multi- class yeah what would so what would that how would that work dude that? i don't know give you all of those skills okay like it's like a like a we do 
Uh, it's like a Buddy Bjorn or a Throne hat, except the familiar goes in your mouth. <laughs> um, it's like a, like a, tongue, a, a tongue saddle <laughs> for your familiar. And you, you make a noise like that, and then it does. <laughs> it stuff shoots out of your mouth? Yeah, yeah. That's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, Zen00 says, do you ever use the SCP as a source for spooky pasta? N- I, I don't. Um, no. I, I, you know. SCP, like secure. That's the copy? secure contain protect the website that pretends to, it's like a spooky, it's like a creepy pasta collection thing that purports to be like an organization that's designed uh, to like defend, the, defend yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, this is, there's a big difference in writing styles that, that developed over time between like Riff and Mr. Skullhead. And I think I was always slightly more in the Riff camp, but neither, neither Riff nor I tend to make a lot of things that are just very explicitly a parody of a real thing. Mm, yeah. Right? I mean, is, is that fair, do you, you think? Know, yeah, I think that's that's probably fair. I, I will, like, if I see an opportunity that, like, oh, all three of these things can be described entirely with lines from this song, then I'll do that. But I, d- yeah. I, I, I wouldn't design, like, a Harry Potter zone. Probably. Yeah, that, and well, that's okay. that's on, more the thing. On the other hand, I did do that Twin Peaks slash The Shining Zone, but yeah, I guess that's true. Like, and I feel like that's the exception rather than the rule, though. Yeah, I think that's true. And I mean that, like, Abu Peak was Mister Skullhead, Twin Peak was Riff, and Oil Peak was me. So mine's more of like mechanics creating theme. I guess, and the theme be- that like the theme being kind of nothing. Yeah. Like yeah, what, what? What is like is peak oil? Peak oil, yeah. Okay. Is peak peak oil peekaboo and twin, right. twin peaks? But yeah, peak oil is not a thing that. The, no, I know it is not a thing that a lot of people about. know about. Okay. Yeah, like, it, but I like I was like, oh, I know. We'll have a bunch of peaks, and they'll all be named after famous peaks. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like a booth. Hey, there could have been yeah exactly there, there could have been one where uh, oh this is uh, everybody here wields a pike it's a pike's peak <laughs> okay um you know yeah. yeah so so no i guess is the i don't i mean i don't know like you you would look at a wiki of like spooky story archetypes or whatever if you were trying like to TV tropes but for horror sure. movies yeah, yeah. Le- less so than like I'm gonna take this story this specific story and adapt it to KOL um anyway that's probably not where you were going with that question but that's where I went with it uh Kuwarty says please let us acquire the jewelry crafting recipes trophy again it's currently unobtainable yeah I need to I need to spend an afternoon and finish making the all the trophies available again um jewelry crafting i do not know what to do with that because yeah deprecated the heck out of that maybe just make one particular item that you can craft that gives you the trophy or something yeah or like just mark certain 
tag certain items as jewelry and increment a flag when mm. you make. So like, you know, just make a hundred pieces of jewelry or something right. and, and then just tag all the items that are jewelry that you've crafted. That would be pretty easy, actually. JXQZ says, how does the dude monster category work? What makes, I don't know, the crazy bastard a monster and some dude who isn't trying to kill you not a monster? What did the sorceress do? Uh, P.S. Thanks for the new Gorvunculus hatchling item of the month. It's so much fun, especially how you can use items to have it convert to other forms of undead taxonomy. I kind of like the tot. Yeah, it's pretty good. This is a question from the future. Yeah, what, what, like, because pirates are not dudes. Right. right. Hippies, are, hippies. Boys. Yeah. hippies are not dudes. Orcs are not dudes. Gnolls are not dudes. Like, there's humanoid. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is more of a, like, because, like, this is a conceptual framework and yeah. not a, like, biological taxonomy. You wanted to try to have as many sort of, like, even-ish distributions of phyla. Like, you didn't want to have... Any. I wanted them to not be, like, super lopsided, yeah. yeah. And making pirates, orcs, and hippies all dude. Like, having pirates and hippies and orcs and normal people be all the same category would mean that it was... That category was just dwarfed everything else. Right. Um, Are dwarves a category? Dwarves, yeah. <laughs> but, like... Con- no, they're humanoid. Okay. And non-hu- non-human bipeds that aren't orcs <laughs> or hippies. <laughs> or dudes. Or pirates. Um, well, dudes are all human. Okay. That's that's the point. Like du- if- Dudes are explicitly human. Yeah. Okay. Pirates uh, are explicitly unhuman, inhuman. <laughs> are well, skeletons no, no, no. Just like because all dudes are human does not mean that yeah. pirates are not humans. Uh, so, it, like, if it, let's say Socrates we do Socrates as an ultra rare. Joy says, can something fun happen if you do a 100% bad vibe run in Bad Moon? I mean, I would argue that something fun did happen. You played an entire ascension of the fun video game Kingdom of Loathing. Lol. <laughs> no, I'm not likely to add new things to Bad Moon, I think. Did we ever hook up the whispers from that bad vibes thing? I know that was broken. A bunch of things that sent fixed. whispers into chat were broken as a result of some cloud shit. Cloud. cloud. <laughs> uh, it was apparently it was working in old chat, but I think CDMR fixed it so that it's just started working in more modern chats. Uh, the giver says, bug or feature? Dr. Henry Dakota Fanning will ask you to go places without giving you access to the places he wants you to go. That is a bug. Um... I should put that into my list of things to investigate. You're Nancy Drew. You're Hardy Boy. Investigate Dakota. You're Encyclopedia Brown. Uh-huh. How many little, how many, like, young kid investigation series are there besides those three? Can you think of others? There's Baby Hercule Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they call I him m- minuscule Poirot. <laughs> um, actually, no, minuscule Poirot is just the opposite of Hercule Poirot. His his cule Poirot. It's hard to say cule. <laughs> it's cule to say hard. Ah, <laughs> oh, guys, what a fun what a fun podcast recording we're having. How did I get in this mood? I don't know. <laughs> Um, 
Hey, gents, says Gordito, why not sell the game every year slash quarter with a one to three month supply of items of the month so as to put them on current and future even footing with more established players? Just a random thought based on, you know, business. I don't know what you mean exactly. Sell the game every year slash quarter with a one to three month supply of items of the month so as to put them on current and future even footing with more established players. Like, I don't know. You could, like, you would be able to buy in an initial pack of, like. I don't get it. Can you read it one more time? Why not sell the game every year slash quarter with a one to three month supply of items of the month so as to put them on current and future even footing with more established players? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, like, subject verb disagreement happening in there, but. So, so so we're talking about KOL. Yes. Not like some other thing, because like like the notion of selling the game is already it's confu- weird, confusing yeah. to me. It sounds it it does it sounds like they're suggesting a pack of like of items the, of the month. Yeah, like the previous like three a, item of the month deal. Yeah, like something. a quarter a quarterly pack, or like get the next three items that here like buy this and you'll get the next three items of the month and it's twenty five dollars or something. I think I think he's asking for the previous three so that. So that oh, the I person see. who bought that would have the same stuff just joining today as the guy yeah. who's been around for a guy who's been around for three months though, that's not anything. Yeah. Like and I think that's the I think that's a weird that is a weird moment in time perspective. Yeah. Because it's the it's the like build up of ten years of items of the month that makes it hard for people to be competitive immediately. Which is one of the reasons that we did standard. Yeah. Um, Raisin says, I love Monster Manuel entries. Can we have an option to continue getting old entries in combat after learning all three? Yeah, this That's is a thing that I've been meaning to do for yeah. a really long time. So I've, I've now pinged CD Moyer to do it. Will it just, like, rotate you back to the first one? I think that, like, I would have it maybe one out of every th- three fights. It gives you a random one of the three mm. factoids. Sure. They're often oddly written in sort of a sequence. They're designed to be read in, yeah. the, in, the, in manual. the manual. Yeah. yeah. Which is a, occasionally a little odd. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I tend to do that just naturally as I write them, and if I, if I catch myself doing it, I remember that maybe not do that, but a lot of times I don't remember. Uh, the Amazing Mr. Toothpaste writes, Can the Aerogel Accordion please be counted as a non-stolen accordion? We earned it, we didn't steal it. And there are five other classes who'd like to be allowed to equip that full outfit. As a stolen accordion, only one class gets to equip the accordion and therefore the outfit. Yeah, that's a good point, and I think that it's probably okay for... Because that accordion doesn't do anything. What is that? How does that work? How do you mark something as a non-stolen accordion? I don't remember. Because I, I was down with that, and then I don't remember. I yeah, don't know how I, th- to do it. I I want to say that maybe it is just a list of item IDs in the best accordion thing. There's because there's there's only there are two accordions that you can equip, not as an accordion thief. Okay, maybe maybe more than one, maybe more than two. There's the there's the antique one from Uncle P's. Um. But yeah, let's let's just do that. Uh, I'm also putting this in. This is I know that people love listening to me typing stuff. Make arrow gel accordion 
clippable by anyone. Four, check. Ping. Okay. Uh, guys, we're making so much progress. So much progress. Uh, Cavsy says, I was surprised to hear in your latest podcast when you were discussing campground revamps and the fallout shelter didn't come up. I presume that Nuclear Autumn's fallout shelter had been a way to test out just such a revamp. Just curious from a coding perspective, how different would a revamp be from an Ascension lockout at the campground? Well, I don't want to just... I don't want to just lock out the existing campground from from standard or from people in run and replace it with something else thematically. I want to like change what a tent is and change is it, what a is house it, is, it, is. Is it the entire campground or is it just like housing? I think it's it's kind of the entire campground. I mean, I've been slowly getting rid of stuff from it as I've kind of been allowed to. Um you know, I wanted to just, like, make the meat golem a familiar, like, just a basic, like, leprechaun familiar that you could use, but then people were like, no, it's critically important to PvP, and everything will be ruined if you touch any of my stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I feel like most of the campground stuff could go in, like, a uh, garden, although that is a loaded term yeah. for us at this point. Where would your garden go in your campground? If we if we turn the campground into a I don't garden. know. Let's ask let's ask Mary Mary quite contrary. <laughs> uh, Noah Amg says, "Are evil paper umbrellas and craftable drinks just in limbo now, or dead in the water totally?" I think Riff, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't those in the next part of the the Nemesis stuff? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure all that stuff just got moved to the thing that comes after the replacement cave. Yeah. Um, you, you could still get to parts of the old Nemesis quest via teleport Titus until recently. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I had, to, I had to lock some of them out manually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and somebody says, uh, Salmonella writes, will the time spinner ever be fixed so that it will be possible to send a time prank to a player with a number in the player's name or to a numeric player ID? That is a uh, weird issue. Is that kind of like typing in a number into a text field that picks a choice out of the? Is it is that the problem? Is it like you're trying to type a name in and it oh chooses, yeah, it, it probably is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it yeah, huh? Okay. That's funny. That's I mean, it gets us every time. Yep. The fact that it by default choice adventures support keystrokes shortcuts yep. means that if there's a text field on them, which there never used to be because choice adventures didn't used to be literally capable of doing anything. Uh, yeah, okay. So that's that's I'm sure what that is now that you bring it up. Bosebert says, any teasers on what Invisible String does? Uh, no. I, I'm content to have that be a perennial mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I, like... I think it is entirely possible that people will figure out where it comes from, but it is only the first part of a complicated chain of things. So, good luck. Damned fish, right? So we're pretty close to Halloween, right? Yeah. Uh, constellations are a weird monster phylum that are only found in one zone, which makes them kind of unique. I like that, but next time you add a zone that's somewhere really far away or in another dimension or far in the past slash future, maybe consider adding some new constellations. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, you know, we could do an underwater zone where there were constellations made out of starfish and lime fish. Oh. 
<laughs> I think oh, those man. are just we could do eels, a, right? <laughs> we could do a restaurant where uh, there were constellations made out of star cooks and line cooks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we could do a phone company uh, filled with Mexican wrestlers where constellations were made out of starmen and linemen. Wow. You remember Starman from NES Pro Wrestling? There could be a... He did a flip kick. He did a flying cross chop. He had a pink suit. He's a pretty good wrestler. You could snort stars and lines of cocaine to have uh, cocaine constellations. That's true. Star is what they call just like a little a little star of it on the end of a key. Sure. Right? <laughs> um, hmm. You could go on the country version of Dancing with the Stars and make constellations out of star dances and line dances. Yep. Um, constellations out of star search and line search. You could invent a kind of candy called line burst. And <laughs> okay. Say this, this. It'll pop your urethra. That's Whoa. how you. That's how you advertise that. Wow. That's sure what I want in a candy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've experienced really, like, gum already. A lot of candy will pop your urethra if you like really consume it wrong. <laughs> God. You know, like um, sugar knives. Pop, pop rocks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right? Gross. Yep. God, it would be like... Yep. Oh, God. Like dick rabies. <laughs> Just be like... <laughs> uh, that is... Ugh. Mm. Uh, let's see. Salmonella says, with the space jellyfish as my active familiar, extract jelly is an auto-attack option under combat options. I can select it, but although it's always saved, it does not actually take effect. Seems to me that if this is not a legal option, it shouldn't be listed. It's weird the way that that, the way that auto-attack works with conditional skills is, is there's not any good way to Goofy. do it. And so it's just done in a way and it's going to be confusing some of the time to some people. You can confuse some of the people some of the time. Zen Zero Zero says, now that, our ascension, now that ascensions are limited to 2x a day, can we remove or lower the turn limitation in PvP for when actions start counting towards your score? That's oh, interesting. Was I, that based on people... I don't... Th I, that, fuck, I don't know, like man. 1,500 turns, something, 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 something. I think it was because people were like doing hardcore runs for a certain number of turns to up their mini scores and then dropping to casual, finishing a casual run and then starting a new hardcore run and doing it again, which I think that's already taken care of by the fact that you can't start more than one non-casual run in a day. Huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a good thing to bring up to CD Moyer. Yeah. PVP is basically his his baby. At this point, Bosebert says there's been a trend for items of the month to become usable in hardcore or even being free pulls or auto pulls in hardcore. Please speak to how that might have affected the difference between normal and hardcore and what you think about that difference these days. I mean, in my mind, the difference between hardcore and normal has always been in normal. You get a bunch of pulls and in hardcore you don't. Um, it's not like. Although I guess the, the argument is that if, if there's a bunch of free pulls that. Right, but there, that. but items of the month have always, in the limited 
with li- with the limited exception of when they were gear before been usable in both softcore and hardcore. Oh, core, familiars right? were always familiars always were like both, yeah. sk- you know skill books, right? Gardens, clan VIP items, and all that. And it's like we just every once in a while we would do an item of the month that people who played hardcore just had no reason to want, right? right? And so it never sold very well, and like it. I guess you could have argued in the past that, like, the ability to pull the V for Vivola mask and use it in softcore made more of a difference overall than pulls in general. Like, if if it wasn't a subset of that, right? So, I I, I can understand. I can understand the reason that you ask this. It's just like, I feel like there is a, there is a situation that gets created where when you first discover normal and hardcore ascensions, your baseline for this is what real hardcore is gets set. And then anything that changes that over time, you react to is like, oh, well, this is not, this makes hardcore, this makes hardcore easier. Right. I mean, and that's a real thing. And it's not like, I'm not saying that, that people are wrong for believing that or, or making jokes about it. But I think it has always happened. We've always been at war. We've with always been making hardcore <laughs> easier. Uh, yeah. the II says, please, please relabel the, spell- the space jellyfish jellies as epic instead of crappy. Uh, that's weird, though. Because right now they're all labeled based on turn gen. Well, no, they're not. Spleen items I labeled based on how good I thought they were. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They were never automatically labeled based uh, on... I thought they were based on turn gen. No. Okay. Never mind. Let's see. The Dictator says, I just noticed to my unending sadness that slash go the distance isn't a functional chat command. It could give either a humorous response like slash count chickens or take you to the distant woods slash the grimstone masks (laughs) hair race or even both. The distant woods. Why would going the distance take you to the distant woods? Oh, go to the distance woods. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> great game, great show, says Guy and Luck. An item of the month idea, building off Jick's state of difficulty in writing anything ending in air without adding ID at the end. The fake ID machine, with such fake IDs as the Slayer ID, the Stayer ID, the Mayor ID, and the Bayer ID. The Bayer ID is about aspirin, I guess, but what's May- M-A-Y-E-R? John Mayer? Yeah. I don't know. I think I always get John Mayer and John Tesh confused. Okay. John Tesh is the one who wrote the... Could you play that on the mouth please? It's like when you're trying to get, like, pumped up for a basketball game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. That's the one. But that's not John Mayer. Is John Mayer... I don't know. I don't know either of these people. There's a category. I don't, I don't understand what is happening to me. There's a category of male singer songwriters Mm -hmm. that I, the other day. You just conflate all of them? Well, yes. Like your Jack Johnson, like. Your Zach Johnson? Your Zach Johnson. (laughs) No, but like, I know that Jack Johnson is in this. I think maybe John Mayer is in this too, but it's like as distinct from like a, like a Justin Timberlake or like a more pop. Everybody or, or has a J. R&B. I think that's the yeah, they all have J's. But okay. there's, so I feel like 
I, I was listening to Jordan Jesse go the other day and Jordan Morris was embarrassed, was embarrassed to also describe Jay. this category of male performer like this, but just described him as uh, like what you would call a panty dropper. Okay. And it is, it is a set of male singer songwriters that all to me all sound exactly alike. And it is like the most boring fucking music I have ever heard. And I cannot understand why it would ever be popular. But, like, 30-year-old women just love it. And I don't understand. Like, I don't... In in my experience, the arc of music just is is long, but tends toward, like, loudness and violence in a way that it's weird to just suddenly have the most, like, anodyne... I, like I easy listening ass stuff taken seriously as having music? like emotional content. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause that's, that, that's an interesting, just an interesting context or framework that you've established. I don't actually, I don't actually believe that. It's just that like, it, it seemed to me like, you know, you, if you played a Jack Johnson song for a parent in the fifties, uh-huh. They would think, oh, now this is nice. None of that evil Beatles crap that's destroying the youth of today. Right. This sounds great. And it's like we've bounced back in this one particular genre to to that, and I don't get it. It's like I constantly find myself... Listening to easy listening stations? No. Hearing hearing pop music and thinking, Jesus Christ, I need to like listen to some ministry to like clean my brain out <laughs> after this. And I don't normally crave like listening like I don't normally like want to go back and listen to like angsty like nine inch nails or or KMFDM or whatever. But like whenever the radio gets turned on in an Uber, I'm like, how like what the fuck is wrong with teenagers today that they like this stuff that is so boring? It's not like I it like for whatever reason, whereas our, not our parents' generation, but our grandparents' generation were like, how can you listen to this? It's immoral or it's obscene or whatever. Right. My reaction is, what the f- like, how did you what? get so lame? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not it, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it was just like pot being legalized. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like everything sounds like it's fucking like, Jam band. Yeah, I don't know, man. Listeners, you got any perspective on this? Send in a question. Why do you like if you're if you're under thirty? Why do you like boring ass music? Also, do you know that you you know uh, there's that pop song where the the chorus is "Let's Marvin Gay and get it on." They use Marvin Gay as verb, <laughs> and that's the future. Well, um, okay, maybe they're using Marv as a verb, and then they're using gay as a verb, oh, and I'm just not Marv understanding it. Let's gay. Marv. Uh, let's Marv, and then let's gay, and then let's get it on. <laughs> they So it has the line, we've got this king size to ourself, don't have to share with no one else, as though the principally <laughs> the reason that they can't have sex at a given time is because there's someone else in the bed that they're both in. Usually, also, right? That as rhyme opposed is to terrible, it should be "Don't have to share with no friggin' elf." Yeah, don't don't have to. <laughs> yep, don't have to share with a Keebler elf. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. 
And then, so I heard this six months ago. Then I heard it again like a week ago. It's not going away. Like this song being terrible is not making it go away. I think it's just a, it's like a poetic device where you elide certain words to fit the meter. Right. So let's be like Marvin Gaye and get, let's let's play some, let's put on this Marvin Gaye record and get it on. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay. Normally there are four other records on top of the Marvin Gaye record, but now they're all gone. Right. (laughs) It's got the turntable to itself. Yeah. So, man. That would probably you're I feel like if you stacked a bunch of records on top of each other, they would no longer rotate at the right speed because the friction would be all like loosey goosey. Oh, yeah. I wonder. And that would be uh, that'd make them sound pretty cool. Yeah. They just speed up and slow down on their own. Kind of. Like, yeah. yeah, if you had if you had like it on like ball bearings with. Patches mm. of patches of like. Yeah. Sandpaper. Yeah. Well, or ball bearings with like. G- smooth parts sanded into them so that they sure. were so that you'd get They're like irregular. chaotic irregular movement there's also i keep hearing this justin bieber song that is the premise of it's like a diss track but the premise of the song seems to be i bet you think i'm still thinking about you even though we broke up a long time ago well i'm not you just wrote <laughs> it's like yeah you, what so like the i feel like the existence of this song contradicts the message of the song I bet you think this song is about you, even though it's not, Julie. That, I mean, that is a, that feels like a joke right. to me. Like that that, that was that, written I, about I, a person, right? It must be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that that's that it's intentional. You're so vain. You probably think the song is about you. It is about like the song is about the you that's hearing it, right? But I mean, I guess it, you could give Justin Bieber the credit and say that he's doing this deliberately as like a oh i actually i can't stop thinking about you but okay i, I see Justin it does end with take me back please what what is with and then it's like 40 minutes of crying what <laughs> is it with all of the performers and the jays there's so many jays mm-hmm. mm, true yeah i think that marvin Gaye and get it on song is Gar- by marvin J. Jo- joff dills jenkins Gof, Gof, jo- <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't top that one jenny <laughs> bruce Jeginal Junkwill. Okay, guys. Uh, let's go see if Jim is here and then see also a J. what Jim wants to eat for dinner. <laughs> Maybe he'll want... Jellies. <laughs> Jockos. <laughs> from a Jockeria. <laughs> we go to Jack in the Box. Yep. Get a Jumbo Jack. We could do Jumping Jacks to burn off the calories from the Jumbo Jack. Okay. Riff. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Sure. Anytime. Have a great week, everybody.